front door were dressed in old-fashioned frilly net curtains and heavy chintz curtains, still open. The window on the right of the door was dark, but the left-hand window was bright, light spilling out onto the gravel, harsh as the ugly lights in the dying half-hour of a disco. Paddy smiled when she saw Tam Gurley, the other police officer, hanging around by the squad car, blowing on his hands and stamping his feet. When they were called to the rough estates on the outskirts of town, one of the officers always stayed back to guard the patrol car from angry residents, but it was hardly necessary here. Paddy imagined an unruly gang of doctors running up the driveway, ripping the wing mirrors off and tanning the windshield. She giggled aloud and caught herself. She was acting odd again. Night shift was getting to her. Long-term sleep deprivation. It was like a fever, shifting the turn of her eye, moving everything slightly sideways. The bizarre nature of the stories the shift threw up appealed to her, but the news editors didn't want surprising, surreal vignettes. They wanted flat, dull news stories. The who, what and when... Rarely the why or the guess what. Her exhaustion coloured everything. She found herself a foot in the wrong direction to meet anyone's eye. Her own lonely heart alone in the universe, a beat out of step with everyone else. She caught Tam's eye as she approached the panda car. Mean, he said. All right, Tam, is that you back from your holidays? Aye. Nice time? <sighs> Two weeks with a wife and a six-month-old wane, sneered Tam. You work it out. He was the same age as Paddy, in his early twenties, but monkeyed the genuine melancholy of the older officers. So, she took her notebook out of her pocket. What brought you out here? She'd heard the call on the police radio in the car, the neighbours were complaining about a disturbance. It wasn't a neighbourhood that would tolerate much nightlife. Tam rolled his eyes. <sighs> Noise complaint, cars screeching, front door slamming, shouting. Paddy raised her eyebrows. Noise complaints took two minutes. The householder opened the door, promised to keep it down, and everyone went home. Tam glanced at the door. There's a woman inside with blood on her face. Did he hit her? I suppose. Either that or she's been punching herself in the mouth. <laughs> Tam chuckled at his joke, but Paddy had the feeling he'd made it before or heard it from someone else. She didn't smile back. Not really the right neighbourhood for a noisy party on a Monday night. Tam huffed. Seen the motors? He nodded to two shiny BMWs, parked in the shadows around the back of the tall house. One was big and imposing, the other a sports car, but they matched somehow, like his and hers wedding rings. Paddy didn't know much about cars, but she knew that the price of one of them would pay her family's rent for three years. Together they looked at the man. Is Dan going to lift him? Nah, said Tam. 
The woman wants us to leave it. Vary Burnett. She's a lawyer. One of us. Paddy was surprised. She's prosecution. Aye. He pointed at the police officer at the door. Dan knows her from the High Court. Says she's decent, but, you know, why doesn't she want him prosecuted? Paddy thought it was pretty obvious why a woman wouldn't want to bring a criminal prosecution against any man who had a key to her front door. Her oldest sister, Caroline, regularly turned up at home with big bruises on her arms and went mad when anyone mentioned them. The family were Catholic. Leaving wasn't an option. Paddy could have put Tam straight, but it was 2am and she heard the same lazy, simple-minded shit from officers attending domestic incidents every night. She depended on them for stories and couldn't call them.